This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. For power? Just ain't feeling like the most necessary thing I ever did in my life. Bro. Uh, I feel you, man. I think, let me see. Because uh, it's like, I did I take know. some notes for it. Yeah, like, uh, it's it's just like, I know what it's, what's going on. You know what I'm saying? With them continuing the story, it just feel two episodes in, like, eh. I don't know. Honestly, yeah. they can take it a couple different ways. They definitely could, and we're going to talk about it. But yeah. so far, like, my prep just been, like, mad. You know what? I watched it, and we're going to talk about it. And that's what I got for these niggas, yeah, man. we can get it in. Hey, but we definitely going to get it in, man. Let's uh, start this shit off right, man. Okay. I like where we're going That's with the this. mood I'm in, man. This shit right here. This shit right here. The Rock Army, Dame Dash presents the Dream Team niggas. Word, word. Time after time. Sup, y'all? Yo, this is Dame Dash. I thought this was the other one with Mary. (laughs) (laughs) This the mood I'm in. Never. I'm just a little mad at niggas coming at my neck like my teammate, the best in the world. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't got the culture. Shop talk. All bullshit considered. The twins. This week in culture. Come on. Come on, dog. We the champs, man. Shop talk podcast studio. Y'all niggas better get the fuck out of I'm Dodge. Saying, if y'all not with the, that blue and black. When you see the blue and the black. When you see the blue and the black. You know where the fuck you at. Shop and when talk y'all hear that can studio. crack. <laughs> you feel me? My God, dog. I right, I'm in a mood, man. Hold up, nigga. God damn, Jay Johnson. It's my nigga Jay Johnson. This the motherfucking owner. He rap better than most owners. Hey, man, I, I, I podcast better than him. <laughs> I podcast better than the motherfucker. Hey, man, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 119 of This Week in Culture. Y'all know who the it is. I'm your host, Ant Wood, aka Trinidad, and aka the comment curator and one half of the culture. And I got my dog with me, Jay. What up? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, uh, the Magneto, Professor X, all the X Men. I'm everything to the podcast game. What's up? And this week, we review episode two of Power Book Two Ghost. On what do we Star. call this shit? I, eh. is, do we call it power or do we call it ghost? So, you know, it's funny when I was trying to find like the popular trending hashtag last week. Yeah. It's literally everything. They calling it Power Book 2, Power Ghost, and Power. Nigga, they calling it everything, dog. Like, I don't know if it's. We're going to go. We're going to go with Book 2, Episode 2. Book 2, Episode 2, man. Or we I guess it, technically man. Power Book 2, Episode yeah. 2. Like, not, it's. That's too many words. It's too many words, but we reviewing that shit, man. We're going to talk about Tariq. We're going to talk about Tasha Braids. We're going to talk about uh, buying Plan B pills for ladies. Um, we're going to talk about all of that, man. And before we get into that, we want to thank the listeners, thank the supporters, thank everybody that's over there commenting in the Facebook group right now. We got the threads exclusively popping within the group. They still popping within the group, man. And that's what I knew. We just had to get that, you know, bump them numbers up in the group a little bit more. And, uh, yeah, we over there rocking, man. If you want to talk about Power Book 2 or Lovecraft Country, head over to Facebook right now. Join This Weekend Culture. Go join in on the conversation. Uh, I want to ask. Let me look at these numbers real quick. 
Uh, I want. Oh shit! Uh, Shop Talk had a good weekend. Um, awesome. Damn. Uh, what up? I wanted to just to double check because I ain't logged in here in a couple of days to see how y'all like the format where we dropped uh, two episodes in one day. Yeah. You feel me? I want to see how y'all like that format. Do y'all want one long pod or two pods or whatever? Yeah, because we'll get y'all both. That's the thing. Y'all getting Lovecraft and Power either way. Hey, yo. What's happening? Yo. These is good numbers. <laughs> that double pod did it up? Yo. oh it's, it's only a difference of 30 Listens between between both the two, yeah. which one got more power? P Valley, yeah, power, power P Valley, power yeah, P -Valley and see, power P Valley had that combo. They yeah. Lovecraft was up against something, it was up against some pussy valley, nigga. yeah. I mean, it's only 30 different, hey, 30 that's difference. major, dog. That they they kept them in line with the listens that closely. So, man. we doubled up, we doubled up on y'all, man. Thank you. Um, and <laughs> we, we gonna up. double up again, <laughs> hey, we double up and we doubled up, hey, if man, we, we doubling up and we doubling up. Um, thank y'all for checking out both of them pods. I got some great feedback on both podcasts, yeah. Um, specifically, niggas was really fucking with Lovecraft, yeah, man. Um, people told me directly. Y'all's pod is the only reason I kept watching the show. Mm -hmm. One, because I wanted to hear what y'all said. But then once I listened to y'all pod, y'all made me go back and realize things I didn't realize that made things make sense. Yeah, That's sure. exactly why we do what we doing, man. We trying to help y'all catch all the shit you missed, all the shit you might not have really understood, and everything in between. And to keep it a buck... I don't be understanding all this shit. Somebody tagged us in the uh, post. They was like, yo, I've been listening to all podcasts about power. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. About uh, uh, Lovecraft. Lovecraft, but it's all been from white folks. Yeah. And it was like, do anybody look like us who talk about this? And somebody tagged us. So, man. Um, hey, shout out to them. Yeah. Shout out to them. And um, yeah, man, we're going to keep giving y'all them Lovecraft bars, but that's going to be episode 120 because yeah. we're going to keep doubling up. Tune in next episode. Tune in next episode if you look for that. Um, But before that, we are going to get into power. And before we get into power, I do got a few things I want to discuss. First things first, we got some new stuff going on in entertainment. Forgot to give you all the new black and on Netflix. Always want to throw that out. Shout out to Strong Black Lead. Um, We got Barbershop currently available. Classic. <laughs> Yo, funny barbershop story real quick. One of my homegirls sent me a screenshot. This nigga said, you remind me of Ice Cube wife off barbershop. Here's the problem with him leading with that. One is 2020. That don't even mean nothing to anybody. Two, she's never seen barbershop. <laughs> So I'm think because when he, when she showed me that I'm like y'all watch barbershop together or something like that was y'all thing she was like nigga I've never seen barbershop in my life I don't know who he's talking about dog and I was like bro you ain't never seen barbershop no she never oh. saw it and I'm but, like fam why would you lead with that and she never even saw this who movie, was his dog? wife in barbershop nigga and I've seen barbershop uh, a little light skinned girl with long hair like I mean was she black famous actor eh, ish she's definitely been in some B movies for show. Let me see. Remember. Barbershop, Calvin's wife. Her name is Jasmine Lewis. You know, um, you send me a picture. <laughs> oh, I'm finna show you the picture. I have no idea no, no, no. who Jasmine Lewis is. No, I'm about to show you this uh, picture, dog. Oh, like, I know you, her. Yeah, like she black famous enough, but yeah. not enough for you to hit a girl up saying, yo, you remind me of some Calvin's wife in Barbershop. Who like, the fuck nigga, is Calvin? <laughs> yo, so she literally said that. Like, old boy came back. Nigga, his, you better call that nigga Ice Cube. We his his retort was, yeah, man, the girl that played Calvin's wife. Her next text was, who the fuck is Calvin? <laughs> dog, she never saw the movie. Calvin so. got a job at McDonald's. Dog, I was like, yo, bro, gotta get some game ASAP. 
Then I think like his follow up text, he sent his address. <laughs> like fuck it, nigga, we in the game. Um, but Barbershop is available on Netflix. Glory is available if you feel like seeing Denzel dropped up the best cry ever. Is there anything competing with the single Denzel tier? Like any cry in black movie history? Mm, I don't know. I got to think Cleo about that. and set it off was a great cry, but she was dying though, so. It was like a cry and die combo. Uh, I feel like it was a good cry in John Q. John like, Q definitely I had a good like cry. Was, I mean, but we, we talking it's about Denzel, the though. Yeah. <laughs> he reenacted that. We got to get thing. all Denzel cries together, do a whole pod on it. Um, Omar Epps screaming Deja was a good cry. That one hurt. That might be the word. That one hurt. Um, what else? Menace to Society is available. Shout out to everybody who hit me up and said, yo, I'm finally watching Menace. I'm ashamed of all of y'all for never seeing Menace. I bought it. Fuck out of here. Yeah, nigga. First of all, everybody should own Menace, but that's another story. Um, set it off, as we just mentioned. Sister, Sister, all six seasons. Um, Anaconda, which my dad has watched five times since my like Anaconda Sunday. Anaconda don't want none. Unless you, you got, got buns, hun. Um... Bookmarks. Nigga said you can do side bends. <laughs> what? You can do side bends or sit-ups. Nigga led with side bends. <laughs> or sit-ups. But please don't, don't lose that butt. <laughs> Yo, Sir Mix-a-Lot, got, we got to have a conversation about this nigga. The illest nigga in, uh, what a nigga from? Seattle. Seattle. The illest nigga like, in Seattle. Uh, Greenleaf, season five is now available. Didn't they just have a final season or something? I feel like, I don't watch Greenleaf. I've never seen it, but I feel like people was talking about it. I think they final season just went off on um, Girlfriends season one through eight. Speaking of girlfriends, everybody who keep hitting me up asking me where is the rest of the game? Because the game came on Netflix in August seasons one through three. It's only them three seasons. BT owns the remaining seasons of the game. So if you want to watch the rest, you asked out. Go get the BT app. You don't get no Chardonnay. <laughs> no, Brandy will not be on there, nigga. Um... A love song for Latasha. That sounds black. Latasha. <laughs> Country ish. Yeah, I'm not gonna get that. The thuggest, thuggest That was Shatasha, nigga. <laughs> for fuck it. Um, and then Michelle Buto. Welcome to Butopia. I'm a guess that that's a comedy special. Never. Anyway, that's all on Netflix right now. Speaking of Netflix. Kenya Barris and 50 Cent got a deal with Netflix. They said coming soon. They ain't announced what it is, but it's coming soon. Not really sure how I feel about Kenya Barris and 50 Cent working together. That's kind of wild. Boy, 50 will pay any nigga to get on his coattail, and then we'll give all the credit to 50. 50 going to EP everything. and 50 is Lena Waithe. <laughs> nigga. <laughs> um, and Jordan Peele. Yo, Misha Green created... Lovecraft Country. I just want to throw that out there one more time because niggas is giving Jordan Peele wild props over the last couple weeks. Um, it's okay if he give props too. Yeah, but like niggas are saying like, yo, Jordan Peele, crazy for that. And it's like, what did he do exactly? Like not knowing, know. but it, until you know, he a EP, nigga. Come back when you know something. EP important. EP is very important. If I, if I EP a fucking movie and don't nobody give me credit, oh, I'm pissed the <laughs> fuck off. Like I'm pissed the fuck off. Um... They announced the uh, drama series of Fresh Prince. That got officially announced. Picked up for two seasons. Two seasons. Without a damn episode. Will be happening on, what was it? Was it HBO Max? Max? Yep. HBO Max is getting that. Um, So if y'all remember about a year ago, they did a dramatic like reimagining of Fresh Prince on Twitter or 
Snapchat, wherever that shit was at. Shout out to Young Dog, man. Yeah. He did that shit on his own. All on his own. And, and it was quality when he did it. And based off of that, he hooked up with the real Will Smith. Yeah. And based off that same trailer, got, got two his, seasons. Yeah. Two full seasons. Dog is in the building. That's oh, actually man. nuts, dog. So shout Come out on, to dog. dog. Um, I meant to announce this a long time ago, but I forgot. But I'm going to throw it in there because we just mentioned Jordan Peele, and it's important. Um, Jordan Peele's next film, which is called Sinkhole, he has officially teamed up with Issa Rae. She will be in the movie and will also be helping write. So Sinkhole, starring Issa Rae, directed by Jordan Peele, coming soon. Well, I don't understand. I don't. I, don't, I want to make sure that y'all understand what's going on and what we always ask for is currently happening right now. Yeah. Um. When somebody get a name in the business or whatever, they literally are pulling yeah, everybody everybody in at the else same time yep. and making sure that all audiences of these same people. Yeah, get pulled. So like, I get the hate that everybody been shooting towards Jordan Peele. Yeah, um, for yeah. That, but you need to be lucky his name attached. Yeah, because it holds so much weight that you forced to. Well, damn, who was Misha Green? Even if she yep, did everything, yep. but like it forces yeah. people to to put eyes on something they on would normally project. not yeah. see. So shout out to that. Yeah, man. Because um, I didn't have to put my name on it. And salute to Jordan Peele grabbing Issa up. Because nigga, can you get blacker? Than these two, <laughs> like that's gonna be a project. Look out for sinkhole. Ain't no telling when it's gonna start production because COVID. Um, season four of the shy did officially get announced. I know we was all wondering, and yeah, they got picked up for season four. Lena said in her Instagram in the Bible, the number four means creation. Check out the book of Genesis. This chapter and this verse ain't over. No, so, did Lena say that? Lena wrote that on her gram. That's why she a horrible writer. <laughs> because if we want to talk about creation, uh, it's Genesis one twenty six, is Genesis two seven, is Genesis preach. five, on preach. two. It ain't, preach. It ain't Genesis four. It's not. And then Genesis X Leviticus numbers is the fourth. Like fam, that's that's it. Don't connect. She ain't do the science. She did not do the the. the she ain't do the math. She, she ain't do pick up her Bible, nigga. <laughs> you not using the supreme math. She math. ain't do the Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> we know she ain't do the Christianity. <laughs> oh, Holy shit. shit! Oh man. Uh, um, going back to Netflix and girlfriends and all that other shit. Our favorite, one of this week in culture's favorite people in the world, favorite creators on the planet, Mara Brock Akil, has signed a multi-year Netflix deal to write and produce several original scripted contents. I hope I'm Mary. I hope she look as good as Mara Brock Akil when she's her age. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, she got the grades popping now. Like They told you to be very specific with your prayers. So, yeah. <laughs> I make sure like, I add that. I part. pray for grade. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I just put yeah. Mark Brock I kill in all my prayers and shit. So. Hey, and I told Jay this, but I'm going to give the the big salute on the pod. Salute to my girl for getting me the Love Is Vinyl, the limited edition, going all the way to like Japan to get it, hitting up the music director from Love Is on his Instagram. Woo. Hell of a reach, dog, but she got me the official vinyl out the warehouse. Dog said, literally, I got one in the warehouse. It's a keeper, fam. Hey, yeah, no, that that works. That one's going to work out. Um, So salute to Shorty on that, man. ABC announced a blackish spinoff. Oldish, oldish, starring Lawrence Fish, starring Lawrence Fishburne and Jennifer Lewis. I'm tiredish. Well, on Netflix, they already got uh, country-ish coming, which I don't know if that's a part of the ish, but I feel like Kenya Barris got something to do with it. This is a lot. This is a they power booking right now. So listen, 
I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to say Lawrence Fishburne and Jennifer Lewis, if anybody deserves a show. And if you're going to milk something, like yeah. milk that shit, but fam. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. already got two blackishes. Yeah. And then you got the the, the grownish, the... Mixed-ish, mixed-ish, which just got canceled after two seasons. Good job. Uh, not good job, but... Hey, we we I'm I'm tiredish. Yeah, no, it's it's a lot, man. So, but we gonna see. Um, Jennifer Lewis and Lawrence Fishburne are two of the <laughs> that nigga better bear. characters on there. That nigga be probably in a meeting like, uh, all the suits be like, we need another ish. <laughs> he like, come on, man, they they getting tired. We need another ish. Like, damn. <laughs> Why it's gonna be? A, it's gonna no, be a show like, called Tiredish. It's gonna be me <laughs> starring me. Nigga. It's gonna be called Tiredish. And here's. The, Here's because, what I don't want them to because do. Because of racism. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> if y'all watched uh, Black as Fuck, every episode title was because of racism. Yeah. Still because of racism. Oh, no, because of slavery. Because of slavery. Yeah. Still because of slavery. You're not going to believe this. Here's what I don't want them to do. Um, with Grownish, that was also picked up by ABC. And then at the last minute, they threw it to Freeform and didn't air it and granted it's doing well on freeform i think it's their biggest original show over there i don't know so salute to that it's a channel for like young uh, women like young teenage or early adult women something like that but all that to say i hope abc ain't announcing this shit and then they gonna throw it off on another channel and never do nothing with it but then claim the fucking reward when it does well oh what else Salute to the NFL for like this. Be wild, like what? what yeah, I don't get doing? yo. All right, let me ask you a question, Jay. <laughs> let me ask you a question. No, the answer is no. No, 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 no. We about to we about to get into it real quick because y'all didn't see what Jay just showed me. So I'm gonna bring y'all in. How do you feel about pregnancy photo shoots? Like, what are your thoughts? Uh, <laughs> whatever the woman wants is what she. <laughs> 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 I, it just I, be I, the the question is yeah. what do you think the question should be when I think about it yeah is what do I think about the photographers who take the the maternity photos yeah because some of the vision that the photographers be I'd be like yo it get a little personal because this shit get a little personal wild. yeah um that's a little personal it just be a random nigga with his shirt off in the picture too yeah. Right? I don't understand the pur- like. I don't understand the purpose. I can get for the mom. So you just answered my question though, and and here's why I say what's the purpose? Because y'all ain't framing these pictures and putting them up on the mantle no more. Have you ever seen a maternity pic in some on somebody's mantle? No, I see it on their gram and I see it when they TBT. I mean, like as no, an adult a, or anything. These or? niggas don't have a mantle. <laughs> like I go in their crib and I don't see a mantle. Niggas ain't got a fridge. <laughs> the mini fridge got enough pictures on it. <laughs> And they don't be in a frame. They just be stacked up, nigga, like the little joints you get out the carnival. I don't get the purpose. And that's like, I don't know. Me, I feel like certain things not, are between me and my girl. Not it. Okay. You know. I already When you start like that, I already know where you headed. Now, you know you don't have any children, right? Yeah. No, this is a fact. <laughs> this is a fact. Somebody hit me with a dog. Like, you ain't even got kids. Like, you can't feel me. And it was about school. And I was like, are nigga. you dumb nigga like, like you know i went to school right yeah like nigga <laughs> your little dumbass kid in sixth grade i've been past sixth grade nigga fuck out of here i've been to school before yeah like i right, now now can't either one of y'all do common core math so fuck <laughs> off nigga everybody feeling um anyway and i got a couple joints i screenshot we ain't get no blackberry letter send your blackberry letter to this week in culture pod at gmail.com but in the meantime i found two diabolical <laughs> joints that i wanted to get into um, one's a little lighter than the other one, so let's start with the heavy one first. 
Y'all already know what it is when y'all hear that can crack. That mean your man back. <sighs> All right, so this one said, me and my girl have been together for six months. Separate. <laughs> it's time to go, <laughs> fam. Like, look, six it's and out. Been it's been too long. <laughs> I mean, before anything get too serious, man, get the fuck out of there, buddy. Oh, man. <laughs> six months is when you start making business decisions. Like, all right. Shit. Especially when you're in your late 30s. Like, nigga. yo, Christmas coming up. Huh? Oh, my God. <laughs> Never start dating right before Christmas, That's nigga. That shit idea. is a stressful situation. Because then you got to buy something thoughtful and you don't know her yet. Because yeah. you're like, not trying to go crazy. Yeah, nigga. It's like, all right. And when you don't know her. Then you buy something crazy because mm-hmm. you don't know her. And now you stuck with that. Like, oh, shit. Then I'll be on GQ. Like, then it's what like, to oh, buy her? Then it's like, oh, you changed. Yeah. And it's no, like, I'm broke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Me and my girl been together six months. I felt it was time to introduce her to my parents. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this nigga fucking up. They invited us over for dinner at their home last week. I told my girlfriend just to wear some nice jeans and a shirt. Nothing crazy. You ain't got to get dressed. You know what I'm saying? Little jeans, little shirt. After I got dressed, I noticed her looking at herself in the mirror. She turned to me, and I could see her breast through the shirt she was wearing. I told her I didn't really feel comfortable with that particular shirt, and I asked her if she could throw on something that was maybe a little more loose-fitting. Instead, she immediately started yelling at me and called me controlling. I told her, <laughs> I told her, hey, it's my parents that you're about to meet. I don't want them to get the wrong impression. I know you, but they don't yet. I don't want them to think anything if they see your breast when you walk in the front door. She looked at me and said she knew I was too good to be true. I was lost because we <laughs> never got into an argument before. I apologized and said, look, I really care about you and I don't want what you're wearing to be a distraction over dinner or after dinner. She then said, it's my body and I'm not changing my shirt. I told her... Okay, I don't want you coming with me. And I got up and left. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> when I came back three hours later, All shit was everything gone. she had at my apartment was gone. Mm. I called her and asked her why she took her stuff. She said she couldn't deal with my controlling behavior. I couldn't believe that we broke up over a shirt. Am I wrong here? I'm confused. Uh, <laughs> so listen. Yo, this shit happened to me before. Though. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I was graduating from... Uh, <laughs> NIT and shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, grandma came in town because she wants to see grandma. There you go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Graduation. Yeah. And my girlfriend came over and uh, she had on some distressed jeans. Mm. You know, like with the little ribs Holes and in them in the ribs and shit. Yeah, yeah. Grandma was like, why you got them raggedy jeans on? <laughs> like, you know, we go. She started. My grandma don't got no filter. You feel me? Your grandma from the South, though, right? Yeah. You know I know. <laughs> she, my grandma went to get the, got the going. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo. Uh, but, like, you know. <laughs> well, oh, well, oh, dude, like, I probably would have. I would have kept it real with her. Like, yeah. damn, girl, you got your tits out. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't. Like, if you go over there the first time they meet you with your tits out. Yeah. I want you to have your tits out. Yeah. I'm not saying, like, it's really that that simple. And it's like, as an adult, right, you should be able to understand. Like, you you got to have an emotional intelligence besides your regular, your business and your IQ. But you got to have, like, you know that's not. But see, she says something here that I think is, is starting to become really dangerous within the black community. She said, um, do, 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 hold up. Where's the parks? I, I want to quote it. 
that it's her body and she's not changing her shirt. Ladies, in this situation and in most situations, we are not trying to police y'all's bodies. I'm not. Do what you want to do with your body, but have respect for certain shit. Would you wear that same shirt to a job interview? Nigga, treat I, my parents. Because now you're telling me you don't respect my parents. And you don't respect me or my wishes. Facts. Like, th- is there a compromise? So you mean to tell me that if I tell you you should probably wear a business suit to an interview, you telling yeah. me I'm trying to control your body, you too yeah. controlling? No, I know what time it is. I know what setting it is. And I know what should be appropriate. Like, yep. And that's the thing, dog. Like, it's a fine line between trying to control your body or police your body and trying to get you to acknowledge some responsibility and accountability. Like, yo, in this situation, that shirt is inappropriate. If I were going to meet your parents and I happen to have on gray sweats it's really and my mom. dick print was out, my nigga. So fuck it. I'm going to go meet your parents. I'm going ha- to make sure all the gold I own is around yeah. my neck. Yep. I'm going to have my hat on backwards. I'm going to be sagging my pants. And like, this is me. Like, come on, man. This like, be, and that's the thing, dog. Every, everything don't have to be an argument. This definitely didn't have to be a breakup. Um, would but you, would you have told her that you shouldn't go with me? Uh, I feel like by that point he was frustrated. I might not have said that, but then again, when I get frustrated, I say a lot of wild shit too. I wouldn't have said you can't go with me because here's the other part. Now I have to explain to my parents when I go over there, Dolo, or don't come at all. Yeah, why we not there or why she didn't come with me. And then, look, he might have went over there and said, oh, she wasn't feeling well. She going to come next time. And then when you get home and realize she done left you, now, nigga, now I look bad. For real, for real. So I was, so I was basically right when you first started. Hey. Get the fuck out of there, son. And that's, six nigga. Six months of my life. But, like, fam, why, after six months, you dipping because I don't want your tits out um, around my dinner? And what if my dad a freak? Like, I don't want my dad seeing my girl tits. Like, ew. That's nasty. But, like. So in your brain, yeah, we clearly we raised differently. Facts. So when I say, "Hey, we about to go out, we about to get dressed up and go somewhere," mm-hmm. you think more skin is that's the yes your level of more skin is in like fam, more skin not, is that's in. not this occasion. I just the first With time the you homies? meet my parents, don't be that casual around my parents. That's all. Like we going to dinner at their house. Get a level of comfortability, please. But also a level of cooth. A level of couth. You hoes are so uncouth. Oh, my God. The most uncouth. Supposed to be earth ain't worth the that you sit on. Hey, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Then I got this other one that I thought was kind of hot. Said, my friend is in a sticky situation and needs advice. He met a woman via Facebook in December of 2019. Wear a condom. Always. <laughs> but let me tell you right now, he did not. Um, he flew to meet her in February. After talking a couple of months, they finally met up in person. When he met when he met with her, they had unprotected sex. She told him the following the best advice, dog. Hey without, man, we this, I did not send Jay none of these, dog. I'm just lobbing it up, nigga. D Wade to Braun, nigga. That might be the picture for the episode, nigga. Or um, the Kobe one, Kobe. Woo, you know, you, you got the Lakers hat the classic, on. Classic. Right you already know where I'm at. The three. Feet. You know where I'm at. Um, she tells him the following week that she's pregnant and it's his. Off top, no, she didn't tell him that quick. And no, if she no. didn't, he believed it. That's on both. No, that's no. on boy, dog. He purchased a new home in her city <laughs> and is starting to look for a new career in her state. <laughs> He has enough money to get by for a while, but wants to continue on his career, but decided to go ahead and buy the home and move in. 
she gets evicted and guilted him into allowing her and her currently teenage daughter to stay with him while she found a new I mean, job and a new apartment. Well. I, I mean, mean, nigga, him moving out there and buying a house is no more extreme like, than know, her saying, you clearly yo, want to be a family. can I move in? So she guilted him to move in with her teenage daughter. A few months passed, and he hit me up and said, I'm going to be honest, sis, I hate it here. He doesn't want a relationship with her and said that she is not the person she was for the couple of months they talked and when he came to visit her. He said she's nasty, does not clean, doesn't cook, sleeps in most days, lives on her social media, and her daughter has picked up all her filthy living habits and also lives on social media. Neither one of them know how to have conversations. They're not social outside of their phones, and he's sick of it. The baby came at 27 weeks, extremely early. She's pissed because now my friend wants to get a DNA test. He feels guilty, but he doesn't know if the baby is his. And he knows that with the baby in ICU fighting for its life, it's probably best now than to go through all the trouble that will be raising a child that could potentially have issues. Yes, nigga. At what point should he tell them they have to leave? And will it ever be the right time? <laughs> nigga, as soon as the, the result come back and say you are not the father because here's the thing the results coming back saying you're not the father and any person was, that hits you up in a week so this how you know nah. so this how you play the position or play the role you once you get test comes back whether she knows it or not this mm-hmm. is when you tell her and say hey i'm selling a house and i'm moving back to my town yeah you have until then to find another place to go yeah but I'm I moved I'm leaving. here I'm leaving. to take care of a, a, a child I thought was mine, and because of this, I, I'm not. So you're not like out tomorrow, but however yeah. long it take me to sell this house and move the fuck back, that's how much time you got. That's fam. literally like yeah, I don't gotta week go later. I'm not raising a child hey. that isn't mine that you had on me. Hey, it ain't mine, all right? It's not mine. <laughs> So you just gonna treat me like every all them other bitches? Hey, hey, look, it's not mine. Plus, I had the Jimmy on extra tight. Like, <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Alina, <laughs> you know what the fuck that means? It means it's not mine. It means it's not mine. <laughs> Trying to go out like Willie Lump Lump. That nigga is going out on Willie Lump Lump. By the way, that nigga is Willie Lump Lump. Dog. Man, I got a video of that scene from yeah. this Society on my YouTube page. Saying I'm not going out like Willie Lump Lump. Fair. That has a ridiculous amount of views. Hey man, because Willie Lump Lump. Hey, who was Willie Lump Lump? <laughs> Inside thing. Hey, go like, watch what? Menace on Netflix right now. If you have not seen it, I'm talking to one of my homies. She should know who she is. Actually, I'm talking to two of y'all. Gene, Joy. I'm saying names. Go watch Menace right now. Joy? I think Joy like just watched Menace. I feel like she said she watched it like in December and yeah. Like, yeah, no. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Do sound familiar. yeah, no, it's like she just barely hit it. But you know what? Go watch it again because you're behind. And um, that's the Blackberry Letters, folks. Let's get into this episode of Power. First of all, like we always do at this time, man, how'd you feel about the episode? Off your first watch, what are you rating it? You remember the rating scale. Shout out to everybody from out of state who said, yo, I need help with that rating scale. Yo, uh, shout out to uh, Jenny. She said she make, she making us something mm. with the, that displays the rating scale. I appreciate it. Jenny, what up? Um, hey. Uh, I, I gave this a solid three and a half woods. Yeah. This three and a half. This is three and a half woods for me, dog. Yeah. Like, I was very cool with this episode. 
Yeah. If I'm being honest, and I said it in the Facebook group, um, the thread that we got going, which is popping right now, Tariq is the only weak link on this show for me, dog. Like, he's for real the only character I'm not feeling, bro. Like, I'm just, his storyline is so wildly unbelievable, dog. That whole go to high school, go to college thing that he did, then his white friend all of a sudden in college, then Effie all of a sudden in Yale. It's like, and it's still winter in power verse. It's just, I don't know, it's mad Marvel Universe on Tariq's side. Everything non-Tariq, I love, bro. Like, I want to see how Tasha gets out of this. Method Man, will you be a good attorney? Blanca back, my nigga Blanca back, trying to save the day and follow the law. Uh, I'm not mad at, 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 at the 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 storyline that I don't care about is Tasha Scott storyline. Mm. I don't care about this. The well, the sax. Every mm-hmm. time sax is on the screen, wrapped up like I don't. I don't so, care about that. I def, by default I have yeah, to care because yeah. Met the Man is a part of that. Yeah, yeah. But like I. I don't I don't like how that is. Sax is probably if I had to pick a number two least favorite character right now, it'd probably be Sax. And here's why. The same unbelievable shit that's going on with Tariq. Sax. Two episodes ago, if we taking this shit back to power, not power book, but power. Two episodes ago, Sax was in handcuffs. You was finna go to prison. And now you not only still have your job, you got a raise. A promotion. You're the fucking DA now. Like, nigga, huh? Sax might be the worst nigga in history, bro. And I don't really get how he's still USA working. attorney. Fam. Fuck the DA. You the USA Fam. attorney. Like, I don't understand how this nigga is in the position that he in right now. So he kind of bothered me a little bit. But let's get into it, man. Like I said, I don't have uh, any um, notes. So the reason I say I'm not really mad at the Tariq, because I, I, I kind of do want to know what's going to happen, right? I see them... um. I see them positioning with the first and the second episode with the uh I with forget the, the name extended of the books. family. No, I'm oh, saying oh, the, I got you, I got the you. The books of the the a person doing the right thing the wrong way or yep. doing the wrong thing yep. the right way, and then another person who killed somebody and try to justify who like I see them trying to make it. They're like trying a to weave it in. With like, yo, and then this week him talking about, yo, I'm learning more about my father. Like for one. Like, I want you to feel bad about that shit. Fam. You know what I'm saying? Fam. And I think that's the way that they on quote unquote get yeah. us back is to for him to go through and feel bad and understand, yeah. like, nigga, I kind of fucked up. And so here's another reason that I think I'm not feeling Tariq. It's two reasons. One, I think he's the weakest actor on there. Um, and I don't even know if I put that on the actor as much as what they given him. Like, his scenes just don't inspire me. Like, that speech at the funeral, I was like, eh. Whatever. But I don't know if that's his fault or the material he's being given. But two, and most important, you killed our nigga, dog. Our nigga dead. You killed Ghost. I don't like you, nigga. Like, you killed the whole reason that this show exists. Y'all keep referencing our nigga. You keep front. Every episode since Ghost got killed is Tariq fronting like he ain't the killer. So it's like seeing him pretend to care and pretend to be distraught and pretend. Granted, I agree with you. I do see them trying to like make him realize the gravity of what he did. But it's coming slow. So until it comes in full, I'm looking at Reek and I'm going, yo, I just don't like this character, dog. Like y'all done built a whole show around a nigga that y'all made me hate since season four. Y'all turned that nigga into an antagonist. And then now here we are. He got his own show. And it's like 
now I got to root for him. When you think about it, dog, I wonder how long this has been in the plans because yeah. when they made him like this bad guy gangster mm -hmm. and he was getting shit off with him and 50 was running yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. Like he was mildly successful in doing that. Yeah, he was. He was. So when you start thinking about like, yo, they, was they planning to make him? Because right now he looks like, oh, he he's supposed to be like ultra smart, yeah, ultra street. Yeah. Like, they didn't develop that. Yeah, well. they showed yeah. it. Yeah. But like, I don't, we clearly didn't know what we was watching. And that, so you know what? Because again, that goes back to the season three, technically, when 50 came up out the fire and was in DC and then came back to um New York and start getting recooked on the lean and all that kidnapped him had jukebox there all that so we going back to the middle of season three when Tariq started having that shift um and then he got Raina killed season four all this other shit happens so when I look at Reek you just mentioned something that made me think he was great at what he was doing with 50 like being sneaky being he never gave you like brash hood criminal he gave you like smart criminal but smart criminal. Y'all never really showed the book smart. Y'all showed, mm, he kind of got the natural street smarts his dad had. Now we seeing this nigga and y'all want us to root for like the good shit that's happening. It's like, like yo, I want him to get it together in college and all. And it's just like, mm, I wish y'all would have leaned into him jumping into that street shit a little more. So now we looking, or I, I think the, the goal of us to look out to say, yo, can he just get, can he just pull this shit off? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Is he going to, because ultimately, He's saying he's going to be in a newer, improved, better version yeah. of Ghost. And since you named this whole season Ghost, Ghost. it's like, okay, yeah. let's see what everybody saw in Ghost while he was coming up. Is he going to do that? So yeah. now it's like, yo, we we quote unquote, not that we are, but we wrote, rooting for him to win. Yeah. But you know what's, um, what's kind of wild too? So speaking of, of what you just said, can he pull it off? He fucking up. Through two episodes, he kind of he fucking up in certain areas, right? So the big thing is him graduating college. He don't get his inheritance until he graduates college with a degree. That's what Ghost left. Shout out to Ghost for leaving the doggest will ever. And right now, this nigga done had two different opportunities to read two different books, and he ain't completed either one of them. That's fucking stupid, though. It, it's literally like, bro. No, the reason I say it's fucking stupid, like, so the issue was with the writing. Yeah, yeah. In the timeline. Fam, Ghost's not in the ground yet. Mm -mm. So this is within one week. Yeah. This is within one week. week one of, of college. So the first day I met you, you gave me an entire book and wanted me to report on it the very next 24 day. 24 hours. That's fucking retarded. And then less than, what, a day or two later? Yeah. You show up and I'm about to have another fucking not yeah, two this novels for the class. in three this for days? The class. Like, that's just fucking stupid. So I'm, I get that. that so the the the... The show is going to load him up with a whole bunch of stuff. So it kind of builds suspense like, yo, is he going to do it? Can he get out of this one type thing? I mean, yeah. that's, that's what you're doing. And then but they like, got the other part, um, the other education part is he also has to not only tutor his roommate, but help him get his grades back up to NCAA level so he could play. So we got to get dog grades back to a two five. Dog from Detroit too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to dog. Um, and I don't know if that was here or if that was like a personal conversation, but uh, that was here. Uh, Uncle Clifford from Detroit too. And I heard, did I read that they both went to cast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to Uncle Clifford and shout out to the dude that's hooping. Uh, pardon me for not having his real name in front of me, but shout out to both of them, man. Salute. I had it last night. Yeah, dog. I I read that somewhere. I think it might have been on Twitter. Maybe somebody put it in a Facebook group. But salute to both of them, man. Cast Stack alum, uh, Detroit natives. We love to see it, man. But 
all that to say, Reek got a lot of shit on his plate. Like, you trying to handle your school, which you can't fail at. But then they also told you, yo, if this basketball player don't stay in line with his academics, you get kicked out. Like, that's another part of his shit. It ain't just, Reek, you got to do well. Your roommate got to do well, too, because he hoop and he bring money to the school. I mean, that's the built-in suspense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They trying to give it to us. Clearly, we going to see some because they already showed us this episode. Reek wrote dog paper word for word. And then that nigga went in there and couldn't reference his paper when he was talking about it. Even though he told him to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I enjoyed that. I enjoyed it. So it's points in this it's points in here mm-hmm. where I think Reek is doing a, a convincing job acting yeah. like himself or having a regular like I can yeah, see yeah. this conversation actually happening. Um I think it's the 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 more detailed parts where I guess you gotta remember a longer part of a script. Yeah. Where it don't it get a little it just get a little light. Where he actually looks like a child. Yeah. I know he's about to be 19, but I think they filmed this at the same time they was filming episode, I mean, season six. Mm. Because remember, 50 was yep. on set. Yep. Well, that was over a year With ago. him and the white boy, yeah. Yeah, like, so he probably filmed this when he was like 16. And like, he looks like a child still. Mm-hmm. So like, I get it. You're supposed to look like you you 19 years old. Yeah. Well, I don't know how old you're supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, it's it's coming off very childish. Yeah. Courtney Kemp also real. She said specifically, we had to sacrifice the the real timeline because they just physically grown up. Yeah. So she said, "Well, look, we gotta take an L. We'll take an L on that." So they did get older than yeah. what they were supposed to be because how we do TV, like them niggas. Brandon got sold. They killed her, nigga. <laughs> like bow off. So so uh, let's talk about the episode, man. So yeah. he he fucking up in school. Um, he goes to his class. The what is that word they keep throwing out there? With a C. Canonical studies. Canonical studies. That's what it is. I keep, they making that like that's the most like important subject ever taught in college. Um, he goes to his canonical studies class. He came in late. I don't know if niggas peeped that. He walked in the classroom late off top. Soon as he got in there, they was. I told was, you first episode, that's going to be a running, fam, running thing. This nigga being late is actually becoming frustrating though. That's how the writers want it, man. Like this shit is weird, dog. But came in class late. They already in there. So we see the how many did old girls say it was like three or four black kids already in the class and then everybody else white. So one of the black girls that was in there, I did not like how they had her acting. She was on some real rah rah I like stereo. Here's what I didn't like when she got to cussing. And like the language because I'm like, fam, that's just a reason I liked it um is because one, uh, you are not your name. Mm-hmm. Like they, I don't believe in quote unquote ghetto names. Yeah, yeah, shit, facts. Right? And um, I don't necessarily like how people react to cursing. Like everybody don't fucking cuss. See, I ain't like it because when you telling me that this is the most brilliant and bright class on the campus, and you gotta do this to do, you gotta have an oral exam in front of these three professors. You giving me all this shit about how pristine this one class is, and then we go in there, and the first girl we see is. The neck snatching da da da, and then she get to cussing, and it was just like, eh, that ain't sit well with me. I ain't like what they was trying to show me there, but because because those type of people are smart as shit too. Though. Oh yeah, 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 and that so, so her and that's why I specifically said the cussing pissed me off because you can talk and be who you is, but when you in class, we, we talk and cuss like we a talk like, and we two of the smartest motherfuckers y'all gonna ever meet. Facts, but on in this class again, going back to the Kuth conversation. It's certain places where you know, like, 
even in my hoodest form, I'm still going to be, you know, a little respectful. You got a professor up here. I'm in class. He's the worst actor on the yeah. show, by the way. Yeah. I can see it. He ain't said enough for me to give him that. And Blanca's sitting in the bushes waiting. <laughs> like, she waiting to come claim her worst. This episode, she ain't say too much. Every time he's on screen, he, yeah. it's cringeworthy for me. Like, I, I really do think he the worst. Yeah, yeah. I could I could see him and Blanca duking it out. Tariq gonna have something to say about it, but I could see it. But um, Reek came into class late. They was already talking about the book. So soon as he walked in, you know how it go. You late to class. You come in. Now you're the center of attention. Now the teacher gonna call you out. Teacher asked him, yo, Reek, what did you think about the book? He tried to spout out some little, you know, hey, man, I thought that shit was cool. Because he read a little bit of it. But for the second time, he ain't finished the book. So his girl, the the one who got him in the canonical studies class in the first place, she's sitting right next to him. She asked him a follow-up question. Which, amen, nigga, shit, I, I heard your point. Now I want to ask you something else about the point you made, and Reek couldn't answer it because he ain't know what happened at the end. She was yeah. like, "Yeah, like, like what he said at the end of the book. Like, I thought that was the perfect way to end it." And Reek was like, "Uh, shit, dog. No, that ending was crazy. When the dragon, and it was like, Reek, what you doing, dog? You done wrote dog paper on." Uh, I mean, it's still stupid. Like, Moby how Dick, how nigga, the read fuck, the book. How the fuck he supposed? That's a, you see how thick that fucking book was. Thick as hell. The one he, nigga, that's a fucking Bible. <laughs> like, but you know how you avoid that? Don't be late. Don't be late. You might not get called on when you're walking through the class by yourself. But so this particular scene was a little further in the episode, right? Yeah. yeah. It kicked off uh, with um, Davis and his uh, his partner. Yep. Uh, talking to time. I mean, talking to uh, Braze, Tasha, Tasha. Yeah, yeah. This was one of my my things that I didn't understand about this scene. So they go okay. in there, yeah. And she they go like, down to her cell. Yo, what the fuck? Yeah. All this other bullshit. Uh, when they in the one around with the lawyers, Mev said, or David said, yeah. When you told me Tommy helped you kill ghosts, I thought you had a lifelong friend that helped you out in a domestic dispute. Yeah. When the fuck did she tell you? about Tommy and that she was going to say Tommy killed the person. Fam, she literally said it on the spot in court. We watched it. Everybody was surprised, nigga. Like when did that happen? It didn't. That's a plot it hole. It didn't. Like that 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 was it didn't happen. Fam, he was just introduced as her attorney in that scene. She didn't give you the briefing, though. Fam, y'all didn't even expect to get asked that question. Like when they was trying to pin the whole Tariq Rico. Had just he had just relayed the message for Tariq say say the person yeah you scared the whole nine yard so that conversation never happened that kind of threw me off or whatever yep um, also she don't she did she thought Stern was paying paying for, for the lawyer yeah and she, she didn't like, know it was Reek. oh we we're like is your son always gonna make the payments yeah in cash and in person it, <laughs> like Meth was like um and with my four fifty nigga. Y'all owe me some money, nigga. Like $150,000. Y'all niggas is in the hole right now, bro. Like, um, I could quit today. Uh, So then, you know. He don't seem worth half a million right now. I don't know. I ain't convinced yet. Nigga. Now I'm on, I'm, this is my second case. Meth got to give me something. I ain't convinced yet. This is my second case. The 50, the 50 racks. Yeah. I mean, the 50 would have got you, allowed yeah. me to, to move that deal. Yeah. She would have got her four months of community service, whatever. $500,000. You want me to go, you want me to go against the U.S. Attorney's Office? And, old girl, real ready to tell that nigga to quit. And Meth looked like he biting. Every time she said it, he go for it. And then he reel back a little bit. Yeah. 
so then it move on to the next scene, which is at the the family house, Monet, mm-hmm. and she is in bed yep. with the fucking with the cop. cop. As Aunt said last week that she was fucking the cop. So, and here's the reason I said it because when he pulled up and they had mad guns out, he got out too calm, nigga. Like she put her arm on him or whatever. Yeah, like come on, let's walk this way. Like now I thought because she was the queen pin over there and police showing respect. He knew not to rock with her or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Nah, she giving up that snappy nappy. So, off top, she like, or no, no, no. Was this the scene where she asked? That was later when he came by and when she asked him, like, why she ain't, why yeah. he ain't tell her? This the first part where. When they land in bed. Still. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. put on her wedding ring and she yeah. like, what's up with that? She was like, basically, she said, mind your business, nigga. Um, mind your business, lady. She all, he all hating, like, how you still down with a nigga who in there for life? My nigga, you a beat cop. You still wear a uni. She like, look, that motherfucking name give me respect out here in the streets. Hey. Like, and his name is the only reason I could do what I do and fuck a cop on the side. Like, why would you be fucking a cop? Why would you be fucking a cop who can't do anything for you? Why would you be fucking a cop inside of your home where your children stay and you know your All children? Great questions. But like, I don't All understand it. Like, you you can't you can't go to a room. Can't go to a room. Can't go to his house. Can't like. Why would you be fucking the cop into like you gotta go home. before the kids go? The kids get out of here. Like, fam, what? How did this cop start fucking? Because here's the thing, and here's why I asked that particular question. This cop has no power. He not privy to no information. He not a detective. He not a sergeant. He not. He ain't nobody. He a regular ass patrol cop. How do he get in with her? I guess we'll find out. I hope so. Because right now this just seems like a real like. If she was fucking a, a lieutenant or somebody from down at the precinct who might I be mean, able to help her. She could just be getting some dick. She could be, but uh, I feel he like. He want more. He the one want more. But that's when I go back to, if you just getting some dick, fucking the local patrol cop probably ain't the greatest dick to get, dog. I don't know. Maybe don't she know. won't. Maybe, you know, she won't the heads up about some radio shit in the neighborhood. I don't know. That shit seemed very uh, not the smartest thing to it's do. It's not. Dog. It's definitely not. So. After that, was that when uh when he talked to the roommate about going to dinner? Like the roommate, yeah. So the roommate was saying, yo, I'm going to my aunt's again for dinner. Like, da 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 da. And Reek jumped in, like, cool if I roll, nigga. Like, can I roll with? I'm thinking one of two things. Reek either A wants to be a normal 19-year-old, however old Reek's supposed to be boy, and go get on dog little cousin. Or B, he trying to investigate their family and see what the fuck they really into. Yeah, I mean, because last last episode yeah. he ended searching the dad, looking, looking at him a up, yeah, yeah. So she she he trying to get in. I wanted him to just go get on the cut because I'm like freak. You don't need you don't even know what your family do right now. Like you don't need to be trying to figure out another mob family, bro. Yeah. He trying to get in and uh, he like I asked, he was popping, mm-hmm. and that's when he had a conversation about the Moby Dick. Yeah, like, yeah, look, yeah. nigga. Fam, you gotta read this shit. You gotta read it because she gonna ask questions and nigga, we don't get don't and get us blown up. You have to know up. what you' talking about. You can't just turn in my paper, bro. This sounded like a real conversation. Oh, that definitely happens in college. Like, shit like that. Acting wise, it sounds like a yeah, real yeah. conver. Anything with Reek and his peers, I don't have an issue with. I think it's when he gets among the adults on the cast. That it starts to stand out that he looks a little young in the tooth. Like, whether it's him talking to Tasha, Grandma, the cops, uh, the attorney. Like, even the way he be approaching meth be like, 
that's just not – I don't know. It just gets real unconvincing. But when he's talking to his peers, the girls, the basketball player, I'm good with it all. Even uh, his scene with um Bobby Brown was probably the best scene or my favorite scene in the episode. I thought mm-hmm. that shit was great. And right now I think Bobby Brown is uh, off to a strong lead on my most interesting character so far. So You know who my favorite character this season is? I mean, this episode was? Who that? Stern. Mm. Stern dropped bars James. after bars after bar. So I'll hit you with yeah. one because, you know, he go meet Stern. Stern yeah, yeah, text him after yep. that like, yo, come up. This nigga said, when he was talking about Great Expectations, what the yep. name of the book? The book, yep. He said, oh, a classic tale about one's moral code being more important than ambition. Mm. That's why it's a story for poor people. <laughs> James! Like, that's a bar. You <laughs> thought, I mean, that shit sound kind of a brash and a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, yo, and it's stern. You know it's something behind it, but it's also a little truth in yeah. it. But so then he, then he uh, associated that to James. Mm-hmm. Stern said James' ambition was his moral code. Mm-hmm. He just didn't know it, so he was always at war with himself. Yeah. And in real life. That's, that was James St. Patrick. Uh. And then, again, he was like, he was great at looking ahead, but could never see from above. And ultimately, I think a lot of us look ahead. And we can see a possible roadblock, right? If you on on some um, horizontal shit, but if you're looking from above, you can see what's after that roadblock and what's after that roadblock or whatever. And um, clearly, Ghost did not do that. Yeah, um, yeah. But he was dropping bars, and that think about that shit about if you always worry about your moral code, that's probably why you poor. Yeah, because rich people worry about the fucking money. Like he, and then he broke down to him. Essentially, he was telling him why. You got to deliver the eulogy tomorrow yep. and make uh, your dad look good because, yeah. hey, I'm rich, nigga. Yep. I'm going to be fine. But if his his popularity go down and his business and shit go down, nigga, all your, his, his account and his estate is how y'all getting paid. So as a businessman, yeah. the first thing you should ask a business is, how does this benefit me? And if it don't benefit you, nigga, your whole, you're trying to do all this shit for your mom. Yeah. You know, I got to do this for mom, blah, blah, blah. No, nigga, you got to do this shit for the for, business yep. or your mom is fucked. Nigga, your mom fucked, yeah, ass fucked, grandma fucked, and you're fucked. Because Stern bought one convo away from saying, nigga, if you make me look bad at my alma mater, you fucked. You <laughs> fucked, my nigga. Like, but like Stern was dropping, and I don't yeah, know if you look at his facial expressions and shit, yeah. he was like, yeah, poor people. Yeah. And anyway, uh, like it was kind of comical, but like, yo, this nigga was dropping bars. And Stern, bottom line, always been bred. Period. I'm about the money. That's the difference between the rich and the poor. Man. Because since you got a moral compass, man, I'm not gonna do that shit, man. Some people gonna be left out. Uh, let me quote Jay Z. I can't help the poor from one of them. Yeah. And with Stern, I mean, you go back. He always moved like that. Even after James went to his ex-wife, took his clubs from under him, and all that, Stern still came back to work for that nigga there, or work with him. There are no permanent friends in, in business. business. Or politics. Facts. Facts. It's just how it is. It's all about money, man. Money and power. Nigga. All right. They lucky. They lucky. <laughs> they lucky that uh that the joint wasn't near me because money, power, respect was finna come oh. on. But um anyway, so they go to the dinner. Well, he goes to dinner with the young boy, the basketball player. They get to the house. Look like they're having a good time. His family is asking Tariq, you know, what are you studying? What do you do? Da da da. The one brother is staring at Tariq again, two episodes in a row. The one with the high top fade. Like, he looking at Reek from across the table. 
the sister all in, the basketball player cool as shit, and then Bobby Brown just over there kind of, he the Tommy of the family, where he just kind of, I play the back, I'm quiet, I don't talk too much, I have no sense of humor, except for niggas who I love, but I'm about that action. So he kind of playing it cool. Before the shit could go left and get weird with the family, here comes this nigga Angel from Dexter. Is old boy? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, is old boy the other son? Yeah, yeah. When he said he was in art, he was, he, he he picked up. Oh, what he kind jumped of art? up. Yeah, they like so yeah. Maybe, what classes you taking? Maybe he a, a artist. Of some yeah, sort. or maybe art is like code word for some shady shit. I don't know, nigga, because he definitely perked up. Like, oh, what kind of art? Like yeah. I, somehow they gonna weave that in because there was no yeah. reason for them to. If they don't, I'm gonna have questions. Yeah. But um, so they uncle and I'm putting uncle in quotes. He came in, just stormed in the house. Oh, he not? Did he? Oh yeah, because they heard they was talking and, and then everybody them, looked up and it was the, they sent uh, Kane to get yeah, the door because the daughter was, was like, like, who could that be? And Kane was like, Uncle Frank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the aunt came in, whether it's their biological aunt or not, we don't know. Could no, be, could be not. It's not. He Puerto Rican, they daddy Puerto Rican. Uh, I don't could know. be. I don't know, but he could also be the Tommy type, Uncle Tommy type. Man. Yeah, he Uncle like Uncle yeah. Tommy because she's anyway. Go ahead. So he he comes in and immediately Mary J like, yo, what you doing out? I thought you had at least a couple more years. That nigga like, I got out early. She say, on, on what? what? It, it definitely ain't good behavior. Off top, everybody would have mind know this nigga a snitch. At first thing I thought, like, soon as she said, what you doing out? Nigga, Mary, like, nigga, fuck you doing here? You got a couple more years, right? Fam, you know, ain't no getting out early and don't nobody know. Ain't nobody been aware of your appeal. None of that shit, nigga. You ain't had no parole here. None of this shit. You just out. That ain't how that work, dog. You can't just pop up and show up. And he was being kind of nasty, dog. Because when he came in, wow. the nigga like, hey, Kane, how you doing? And hey, other son, how you doing? And he like, nigga, do I know you? He like, do I know who the fuck is Reek? And they like, yo, that's such and such roommate from college. He like, oh, okay. And hey, to the girl, he like, hey, hey, you filled out Princess Diana. You showed it, fill out. One, Nigga, you being creepy. One, no, she didn't, because uh, she's skinny as hell. <laughs> well, if we want to be factual, okay. Nigga just got out of prison, man. <laughs> she did not fill out. Uh, Everything looked filled out to that nigga. <laughs> but two, that's wild. And Kane should have said something to Unc. Like, yeah. yo, nigga. Yeah. Uh, off top, nigga, her mama should have said something. Like, that comment was inappropriate as fuck, and it was nasty. But everybody kind of looked at him weird when he said it. And then uh, he was just like, yeah, man, I got out early. Um, and she was like, okay. He said, well, yeah, I needed to. What do you ask for? A couple dollars or something? He was like, like yo, yeah, yeah. I need you to help me out. Yeah, basically, your husband told me yeah. to come, come look. He for said, "Y'all help." He said, "The kids don't." He said, "They don't know me out here in these streets." You know yeah, I can't, I can't get back in the game yet. Your husband basically promised that he was going. And she said, "That nigga ain't promised nothing, nigga." <laughs> Let me tell you that off top. So off rip, fam. If my husband ain't told me a single word about you getting out, you ain't out on no on a real I just nigga shit, to the nigga. Fam. I just talked to him. Reek just Googled him, nigga. Don't nobody know you getting out, fam. Like, that ain't how this going to work. I she thought said, in the moment. She was like, yo, this dinner's over. Yeah. Diana, wrap this shit up. Uh, Kane, take this nigga to school. Take room. Yeah. You talk this out with Unc. I was like, okay, so all the kids is in it. Oh, yeah. She sent the other brother. She said, you take Unc home. 
get this nigga somewhere, nigga. He said, you talking out with yeah. him? Yeah. I'm like, what y'all talking out? So, and we knew Kane was in the shit already. Whatever they was into, we already knew that. We saw him kill old boy from last week. Even though I felt like you didn't have to kill that nigga after that. You could have beat him up. That nigga came to your crib. Tried to fight you. I mean, his girl was sucking your dick, nigga. I get that. That, I can understand with the fight. Yeah. Then you came back with the blicky. Yeah, yeah. In front of my house, said, come on outside. In front of my kids! Now you can't can't disrespect me like that. We got a name brand over here. And you show my mom the blicky handle. Like, yeah, it get kind of wild. We got a name brand over here. You can't. I got to kill you. Eh, oh well. So, off top, when Kane take Reek back up to school, they drive him back. You see the the Range Rover, and then that nigga just swerve under a bridge, and I was like, "We back to the bridges, baby." Nigga, as soon as a nigga that I don't really know like that make a wild turn and swerves under a bridge, I'm out the I'm out the car and I'm out the bitch. Fam, I'm running. I don't know what's happening. Both of them were weirdly calm in this scene, and I didn't really understand it. But he like get the fuck out, nigga. And I'm like, yo, I don't even like how you talking to me Forgot right now. Forgot to talk to you. Yeah, like we, we uh, can talk right here. You closer now, nah. nigga? As soon as you get out, I'm driving off, <laughs> nigga. Let me tell you what's gonna happen. So they get out, and that nigga basically asked that nigga Reek, "Fuck is up with you?" <laughs> this nigga said, "Yo." <laughs> this nigga said, "Yo, what goes on in the house stays in the house." This nigga Reek said, "Nigga, shut the fuck up." <laughs> Reek was like, "Um, your uncle's a snitch, nigga." So, fuck is you coming at me for? Why don't you come out your mouth? Don't come out, out your mouth talking about my family, nigga. He was like, fam, anybody can see your uncle's a snitch. Oh, this dumbass. This is my favorite Reek scene so far. I mean, it's only been two episodes, but Reek was, this goes back to the Reek who was with Kane or Kanan. Um, it was just kind of, he was owning the shit, like stepping into it. And that nigga said, yo, fam, that nigga ain't had no parole hearing. Y'all ain't know he was getting out. Your dad ain't give y'all a heads up. Nothing. Parole hearing take weeks. Nigga, you got a, 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 a after parole detail. You yeah. got this. You got, nigga, you definitely not walking in that motherfucker at night without the tether on your foot. Like, it's so much shit. Like, like nigga. Nigga said, yo, coming in all happy, smiling, nigga face. Nigga said, you ever, he ever been that happy to see you, nigga? That nigga Bobby <laughs> Brown was like, <laughs> My heart belongs to a Roni nigga. Like, Let me call my dad. He was Mr. like, Mr. Telephone Man. He was like, that nigga ain't never been happy to see me. Nigga <laughs> <laughs> said, you right. Nigga said, listen, I need to stay in school. And I can't get in school unless you unless your cousin do well. So that nigga said, I care about your family the same way you do, nigga. Nigga, we on the same team, nigga. Hey. I get back in the fucking car. And Reek bossed up on that nigga, too. And, and Bobby Brown respected it. Nigga left him standing there and got back in the car. Like, Shout out to the homie Zach, a.k.a. Harvey Vanderbilt on Facebook. My nigga said, uh, how could Bobby Brown just stand there when Reek talked to him like that and walked off? And I'm like, that was some respect shit. Like, yo, this nigga, he just told me he not a square ass nigga like I thought. Because we don't know the nigga. Because we don't know the nigga. So, that's what he said. He's yeah. like, nigga, I'm good. No, yeah. Nigga, we don't know you. So you know what I've been thinking, too? And they haven't really acknowledged it yet. Mary J and that whole family not really acknowledging well I guess they never really knew who Ghost was but it's crazy cause it's like they're nigga, not in Queens are they? They are oh. that's what episode one they went back to Queens to her house oh, yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. like the fact that they don't seem to know who Ghost really was because, and that this is Ghost's child. Because why would they know Ghost though? Because Ghost yeah. was a ghost yeah, yeah, and you didn't see him only people who knew who Ghost was was gang. The head, yeah, the head niggas, right? And that's so when they said the dad's last name last week, 
that wasn't a familiar last name. So I'm like, if he was his own like kingpin, his family wasn't getting work from Ghost. Like well, Ghost wasn't his he, plug. He might not have been a kingpin per At se. At that point, yeah. But the lieutenants, they all they moved to distribute the work. Like yeah. I'm, the, I'm the top of the food chain. You know what I'm saying? Tommy is me, and then Tommy. Yeah. And then what was the man who got killed that we we used to like? Oh, uh, Julio. 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 My nigga Julio. Like, so Julio was dropping off bricks and pounds and all the other shit to everybody else. Like, they might have fucking around and know Julio. Yeah. But they may not know who, you know, Ghost. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not sure, but I, I thought about it. And then Ghost started moving work for Lobos. And, like, I Facts. was kind of, like, on some international, not no yeah. street level shit. We only went to street level when we had to have meetings come up with, with money. The, uh, with the Primeras. And Dog clearly wasn't a Primera at yeah. that point. when, Because that's the other thing, too. Ghost spent three seasons not selling drugs intentionally. Like, he got dragged in by the uh, Russian, Slovakian dude, whatever Dog was. But and then, like, the first couple Serbian. episodes, you know, there was, like, different hoods, different mm-hmm. gangs. Mm-hmm. So, like, and it wasn't until later then Ghost actually started giving everybody the shit. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, can, I guess I can see. But man. it's just, even with him uh, being in the news... For if you didn't know Ghost, y'all should know this James St. Patrick's son, which I'm like, still kind of feels like y'all would be a little maybe less worried about him having like weird intentions if you thought he was the son of a former lieutenant governor killed by his mom. Like, that would probably put me at ease, if anything. Like, this nigga come from a good home type shit. Well, I think they, they know that, right? Yeah. Because he was like, nigga, you look, you, mama think you hot right now because mm-hmm. of all the shit that's going on with your yeah, family like yeah. you like nigga i'm and he kind of had to prove himself so yeah to your point you are correct that one has actually mentioned mentioned it, it. yeah so the, i i think that's kind of weird to did me did mary mention him to uh to the cop i maybe that was a maybe that was the preview for this week i remember i think last week i was like did she mention finding out about Tariq? I don't know. I don't know. That could have been on the preview, yeah, but yeah. all that to say, after uh, after they had their little convo or whatever outside the truck, the nigga Bobby Brown looking at Reek like, okay, nigga might be official. Like he cool, he cool enough for me. But then Mary got weary of the nigga after Bobby Brown came back and reported. Yeah, he she walked in the house yeah. she was like, yo, this nigga Tariq, uh, uh, Reek is a little. He, that nigga is smart as hell. Yeah. They caught that nigga and they booked a uh, snitch. So look. I thought that nigga said something cool, like, yo, the nigga's smart as shit. He said Unk was a snitch. And then she goes, he said, what? Tariq said that? Like, he called your uncle a snitch? She like, yeah. And it was almost like she said, you know what we got to do now. Off Purely off Reek saying that nigga was a snitch. It sounded like. Because to the point where, like, Kane was like, fam, we're not expecting this from you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then it's like. Well, why this little motherfucker? We got we are running a drug operation. I'm or uh, some sort of criminal. Op- I don't know what y'all selling yet. Yeah, we are running some sort of criminal operation, and this nigga is hot, and we not expecting that. Hmm. Let me find out. Yo, uh, what's the name? Zeke? Is that his name? Yep. Yep. Yo, the roommate. Yeah. Yo, did you invite him or did he ask to come here? Which is smart as fuck. That's a good question. Because That's he a, did ask to come there. That nigga insisted that he go. She know what time it is. Yeah. You know, niggas get close to certain families and certain, like, niggas that get close to local celebrities because Facts. friends of friends and like, I want to be, I want to be in a room. So, you know who Mary reminded me of through two episodes early? Old Tasha. Old Tasha. 
smart enough to have her nigga back, smart enough to have her family back. This is before she turned into weird Tasha that swore everything she was doing was for her family and it was yeah. really for her. She remind she giving me them vibes, dog. So salute to Mary. She plan. I was I ain't gonna lie. I was a little worried about Mary in this role just because I ain't know what her role was gonna be. Um, but now that I see what it's breaking out to, I I think the shit fits her naturally. She doing well. Um, yeah, I'm a fan, dog. So then, uh, what else we had going on? Oh, Ghost Funeral. Let's talk about it. So first of all, how you feel about the fact this nigga Ghost still ain't buried yet? <laughs> Cause it's a lot going on for this nigga to not be in the ground yet, dog. Like it feel like it's been months, and it's maybe been what a week in the power verse tops week tops because he went a week tops. My biggest issue is, oh, they let you out of jail to go to funerals to niggas that you have admitted to murdering. Yeah, when they start doing that, yeah, I no. And not even as a spouse. Fam, they barely let niggas get You conjug- murdered the spouse. All right. You in, in court said, I asked Tommy to murder him for me. That's why you admitted we- admitted to it. Nigga, the US And granted, attorney. we know you didn't really do it, but you literally admitted to having him murdered. You but are not getting out to see him. Dog. She didn't lie, though. Yeah. Because she- She legit- did ask Tommy. She, she le- 100% legitimately asked Tommy yeah. to kill ghosts. Yep. Here's how unrealistic that Ooh, was, dog. She was not lying under oath. No, she didn't lie under oath at all. She really did ask Tommy to kill Ghost. Tommy just said, no, nah, nigga. But here's how unrealistic her getting out of prison to go to his funeral was. Um, I'm going to just say this. We had a real, when my pops was locked up, we had a real dramatic situation with my mom's health. Like, really dramatic. Um, Really bad. Thought shit was going to get ugly. They didn't let my pops come. Look, nigga. That's not a thing, dog. Look, my mom passed. Mm-hmm. I remember. Uh, I know exactly where you had it. Roughly three weeks before my brother got out of prison. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She held on for as long as she possibly could. You feel me? Yep. Uh, so we called to find out. Um, one, I tried. I tried as like, yo, can we just push this date up? Yeah. Yeah. And like, yo, this is the situation. Early release type uh, shit. Yeah. It was like, no, no. Uh, but like, you can pay money. Yeah. And we'll bring him. It's going to be $1,200 flat rate plus X amount of dollars per hour. Yeah. Because you because you got to pay essentially for the two security people that's going to be with him. And once he get there, he can't talk to anybody. Yeah. I'm like, well, how the fuck do you come to a funeral and you can't be around anybody? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if you know how funerals work because they got like people there. So and was like, yo, should I should I spend two thousand dollars uh and then he just gonna be home in two weeks anyway yeah like so because by the funeral time it was literally two weeks so it was like yo ultimately we didn't end up doing it but like and that was from prison in jail i don't know niggas letting you out fam yeah what and i'm like all right well fine they let her who paid for it because you got to yeah. pay that shit up front. It's and not- that's the thing. Y'all don't have any money. Like, Reek had 50 racks that he racked up real quick and gave him meth. Then, apparently, at the, you remember at the beginning of this episode, they showed him counting some money and rolling some up. But I'm assuming that's more for Method Man because you owe him 450 So, and we also found out that Reek didn't pay for the funeral. So, yeah, I'm Simon s- Stern said he yeah. was paying for the funeral. So, I'm like... 
nigga, if Reek didn't pay for that, I'm almost certain he didn't pay for his mom to get out. Yeah. It's just bad writing. Because Meth Davis asked mm-hmm. Tariq to bury your father. Mm-hmm. Stern said, don't do that. It would yep. help your mama, but it's going to hurt you, yep. which is going to hurt your mom. So now we at the funeral. Um, they was going to have Tasha do it. Yeah. They put the motherfucking cuffs on Tasha, though. Yeah. Oh, they and they was gonna have him shackled at the hands and the feet. I'm like, no, we are Fam. not bringing that energy to our to my mom's funeral. And you know what I'm saying? Because like, yeah, shackled at the hand and the feet, and yeah. you still and you have your like, no, nah, nah. we're not bringing that energy. Though. So they was gonna have my dad come to the hospital in his jail blues if he was gonna be alive. He got denied, but he was gonna be shackled and in his jail blues. And so I also thought about that. Like, fam, they got Tasha out here looking like she ready to go. To her husband's funeral. She looked great. Had a hat. Wait, who bought them clothes? Who bought the hat, nigga? She had the Sunday Easter funeral hat, dog. Mm-hmm. I just, it was too unrealistic. But they do the funeral. Maybe they do it differently in, in, New, in York. New York. It's it's know. possible. I mean, they wouldn't even let, you know, my nigga Khalif Browder out of MCC. Sent him to Rikers for a book bag that he didn't even steal. Nigga never got a trial, but who knows? Maybe when you Tasha with no money, you can get this. I don't know. It just seemed like certain shit still feel like old power, but it's been a good show, so I don't want you to think we hoeing it. Um, let's talk about that funeral, though. Because everybody had been... Well, first of all, the night before the funeral, after Reek fucked up in class, his, um, his advisor, the academic advisor, old girl, the black lady who got him into the uh, canonical studies class... She learned that, yo, this nigga's dad's funeral is tomorrow. I think we should, she told the other professor, the black dude, I think you should be a little lighter on the nigga. Because the black dude was pissed like, fam, this is the second book he didn't complete. You gave me 24 hours. <laughs> Get all that. But yeah. fact is, the nigga, ain't, he ain't caught up. And that's the thing. If you come in telling me, yo, I'm going to get caught up. I'm smart as everybody in your class. I'm going to challenge you. And right now, he ain't met the challenge yet. So the black dude telling her, like, yeah, dog, I ain't so sure about your boy. And she like, well, you should give him a chance. Like, do you know who he is? Like, it's Tariq St. Patrick. That's James St. Patrick's son. And his funeral's tomorrow. His mother murdered his father. Like, Essentially, she said, like, they don't get enough time to process this and that and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he was like, hell no, I nigga, black man in America. Ain't got time to process that shit. And yeah. Which on a deeper level is a is it's a really a point. is a really good conversation because everything that she said what was what was the issue? Yeah. He was like, nigga, you don't got time to do that shit as a black man in America. I know you want us to excuse me, to process our feelings and all yeah. this shit. No, man, we gotta we gotta move this shit on so we can get to the next thing because you got so much you, it's so much that you expect of me. Yeah. I got to. So that's a whole another philosophical debate that um i mean the 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 show could explore if it was that type of show but yeah i like i I enjoyed that portion uh i don't get i don't like her character because she's so so i've been seeing a lot of people say that what's your issue with her character so far um if she was white she would be trying to play the savior role Mm, you can't keep jennifer garner in whatever that movie was yeah, yeah like you can't or Hillary Swank. Pardon. You can't project what you want and what you think is the process for certain people. That nigga didn't told you time and time again he don't need help processing because he is dealing with a piece of information that you don't know. Nigga, I killed my father. I don't want to talk about it because I'm the nigga that killed him. Yeah. Which is why it was so fucked up when he went up to a, a, a fucking visual and he got a picture of the nigga he just killed. Yeah. 
no, I don't want to deal with that right now. I don't ever want to do it because I killed a nigga. Yeah. I um I have a, a different take on I, I don't necessarily not like her character, but it's something weird about her character that I kind of thought episode one, but then it got really weird this episode. So the first episode, in the back of my mind, it was a couple of things she said to Tariq that sounds nasty, but felt kind of flirty. It came off really weird. And I was what like, I don't know. It was just like the way she said a couple things just felt like she was pressed. Now, side note, uh, she does sound exactly like this in um, uh, This Is Us. You did say that she, she was the This she, Is Us lady. And she really do got this sultry, sexy yeah, yeah, yeah. Type, it was, like everything that she says sounds important. Like, but <laughs> then let like, me tell you where it got weird for me though. In this episode, when she was talking to what's the basketball player name? Yeah, um, Zeke. Zeke. They combo was odd, dog. Like he was trying to get on. She was trying to be professional, but he was talking as if something had happened before. Like. I wish we had that dialogue pulled up because he said something specifically that sounded like a real like, you sure? Like, y'all want to do that again? Like, it came off real. I must have missed that. Dog, it was something he said that just felt real fucking awkward. Like, they had a history and I didn't like it. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. She just felt very fucking off to me when she was talking to Zeke. Like, I ain't enjoy it. And then I start thinking like, oh, star basketball player. Um... Cause like they do a lot at colleges. He too. mentioned that she was fine when he mm-hmm. was leaving the rig, and she kept he he was playing, he was the dumb jock. Zeke was definitely flirting for sure. He was the dumb jock, and uh, I don't know. She either like you said, if she talked that way, she talked that way. But it was something she said that just rubbed me real like uh, perverty, dog. I, I wasn't feeling it at all. But um, on another note, her and old boy, it was confirmed had a previous relationship her and the the dude teacher and after she said yo yo first of all before we get into a little weird sex scene um why did she think it was a good idea to have a candlelight vigil for reek the day before his dad's funeral at a new school that shit is wild my nigga like without telling him though like or asking him if he was cool nothing y'all just do a vigil for his dad because he was a pillar in the community like here go that. Here go that scene. Okay, dog. let's play this scene, dog, because she talked real fucking weird. Put that wire at? Uh, let me see. Is this it? Okay. Y'all gotta pardon us for the technical difficulties. There you go. You got it. We about to play this scene. I just want y'all to hear how she was talking. Rick? Versus Benson. Super. All right, here we go. I was really impressed with your paper, Zeke. What was it you said about the combination of horror, suspense, and supernatural forces? Yeah, you know, all those elements of gothic literature were just really, like, combined. It's weird you're a professor, you know, because you're looking mad young. I see you got a biology test coming up. You had a chance to go over the material with Tariq? He's tutoring you, right? Tariq's great. He's just going through a lot of family stuff right now. I think his his dad's funeral is tomorrow. Oh, God, tomorrow. How's he doing? Oh, we we don't really talk like that. Uh, Tell me about you. Where are you from? Are you going to the funeral? No, I ain't thinking about that. Uh, I I got practice. I'm, I'm actually from the South myself. 
But I went to high school in Queens. I bet no students can go now that I think of it. Um, right, well, okay, um, keep up the good work, and you'll be off academic probation and back on the court in no time. Okay, girl, well, I guess I'll see you after that biology test, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then she started texting or emailing uh, Tariq. So I think listening to that, that was pure audio for me. I did not watch that. I just heard it like the audience heard it. Listening to that, I think it's just the way she talked. Yeah. It's very sultry, very like come hither type shit. I don't like, don't talk to me like that. <laughs> not when you're my advisor. <laughs> I, like, I, advise me, dog. I, I enjoy this woman's voice and her. Yeah, no, nah, don't say shit visual else. Visual aesthetic. She is pretty. She's a pretty lady, but don't say shit else to me, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, don't, don't talk to me crazy. I don't like how she's talking to me. But, um, but basically, she's saying like, Rick did this homework for you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she and emailed Rick, like, I need to see Come you. holla at me, Because, like, nigga, I know you didn't write this shit. Cause so here's he's the not fucked smart. up part. This is too good. Because, Rick, you being smarter for him than you are for your grades. And I get it. They put you in a tough spot. Like, yo, Rick, if this nigga fell out, you gone. But, nigga, you can't flunk out either. You definitely can't get kicked out by this one dude who got a vendetta for you. And now... He fucking your professor again. They didn't got back together on the desk one time. On the scale of power sex scenes, what we rating that, dog? Uh, she a real. I want to say like she a real actor. So she like. So we I'm, knew she wasn't gonna get. I'm no, she not blue out from naked, the back. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. I do not like dude. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't like dude acting. <laughs> he got a nice haircut. Maybe, I like good fade. Maybe I like good fade. Maybe that real extra proper. Yeah, is, how, is the is he giving the, you mad turtleneck vibes? Is dog. the um maybe that's the character coming through? Yeah, but I'm like, yo, this shit sound like he reading the lines, and it just I don't mad I don't like turtleneck with a monocle. He giving you Braxton P. Hartner Brig, yeah. nigga, updated. <laughs> <laughs> James, uh-huh. <laughs> hey, he the nigga that started the uh-huh. and he started James. I swear he used to call Jamie James, nigga. Uh-huh. Oh man, but um, what else was going on this app? Oh, uh, <laughs> remember OG? <laughs> that nigga was a gangster with a do rag with the flap out. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I was like, fam, you can't go from Braxton to to hardcore gangbanger, nigga. <laughs> no, but that's every time I watch Colors and see Don Cheadle. It always uh, throw me off as Rocket, nigga, like the super crip. And then I see Don Cheadle as anything else. I get Don Cheadle a pass. You know I mean? Don Cheadle gets a pass because he's a great actor, but yeah. it's still wild because it's like, nigga, you was in Iron Man. <laughs> now you out here. <laughs> you the first crip, nigga. Um, something we forgot that I'm guessing will be important in this whole shit. Uh, Tasha. At the beginning, when before she met with Method Man, she heard that one guard that doesn't like her. She heard her talking to another prisoner, and the other prisoner was like, "I need you to get me a Plan B pill by tomorrow." But then later said, "You got fifty six hours. hours." I was like, "Damn!" By the minute, I'm thinking like, "Who the f- who are you fucking?" She counting the hours like she the nigga. <laughs> That's how niggas count the hours. Like, hey, babe, you got thirty two hours left and a half if you gonna take you, this you pill. Got, you got seventeen and a half minutes to to to. to I'm gonna I'm get you a Coca Cola. Stick your tongue out. Let me see. All right, you <laughs> did it. You did it. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, you did it. Do your jaw. You did it. All right. Um, so she told the guard, like, yo, you got 56 hours to give me a pill. And old girl, like, who you fucking in here? 
She was like, bitch, don't worry about it. You got 56. I'm going to turn everybody in here against you. And I was like, why don't you just. Her name wasn't on the screen this time. It wasn't on me. Yeah, it wasn't. And I was like, why don't you just tell her who fucked you? Like, that might help you. If you tell the one guard, which other guard? Because it's got to be a guard. You in a women's prison. Who dick you riding this motherfucker? Who dick you sucking? Bitch, you fucking him. <laughs> Type of games being <laughs> So Tasha overheard that because clearly they weren't tucked off in the most hidden spot of the prison. Um, so later when she talks to Reek. At the funeral. At the funeral, she told Reek. Well, first she says, I hope you didn't reopen the daycare like I asked you not to. Reopening the daycare is the code for start selling drugs. Here's issue number one. Tasha. Ghost didn't want anything for Reek except for that nigga to go to school and stay away from the streets. That's a fact. That's all Ghost wanted. Everything Ghost did, wrong or right, he never wanted them kids to be involved in these streets. He wanted them to go to school and live a better life than he did when he was a kid. That's a fact. That's all he wanted. Tasha, season six, showed Reek the motherfucking game. Showed him how to sell pills, how to sell, how to rock up coke. How to be better than Ghost. At rocking up, co- she literally taught this nigga how to cook and did it through her. She also taught him how to fudge the numbers and be a fucking money launderer through her damn daycare. So I'm finding it real interesting that she has a problem with this nigga selling drugs because now he could fuck up his opportunity going to school. That was the whole point. My nigga. My nigga, power would have ended at season two if you would have fucking... Tariq, even over her, y'all having a conversation with him. Where Ghost said, nigga, I just don't want him. I want him to be better than me. I want... (laughs) (laughs) Yo, y'all had to see the face. Hey, yo, hold up, yo. The neighbors think I'm really ghost. Hold up, I'm about to play it. No, nigga, no, we not just gonna let Omari not get his bars off. But you know, it's a certain body language that nigga Omari be. Yeah, he does. He does. I should have been recording this episode. Yeah, no, that was this nigga really hit that shit. (laughs) Y'all had to see the face. Hold on, dog. Was that shit on his gram? It's on YouTube, man. I typed that shit on YouTube. Matter of fact, I got pull it up. Pull it up. You got the cord anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we about to give y'all a couple of these ghost bars, because what y'all really miss is James St. Patrick. Uh, oh, shit. We forgot who was at the motherfucking funeral. While we pulling that up, this nigga Tate. James. I hate Tate, by the way. I really want Tate's character to be killed. I just want to throw that in there. Hit it, Omari. All right, nigga. This nigga walking around no, the streets. No, get love. to them bars. Yeah. Rocking left to right. <laughs> Rocking left to right. This nigga really talks like a lion. Yeah. All the fans are right. He's the best actor on the show. Appreciate it. I miss my nigga, though. Because, no, I'm saying, because his real life character is nothing like. <laughs> no. This nigga need an Oscar. Omari Hardwick and Ghost are different humans, nigga. Okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. Hey. Hey, nigga, say here we go. This there, hey, ha, <laughs> nigga. When you say here we go, hey, run it back. No, 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 no. We a minute and thirty five seconds in. No words. Talk, but not if y'all trying to interrupt a nigga phone call or Barbie 
things are adults Trying to interject all your own thoughts Down to connect on what you saw Eyes up and down like a seesaw Trying to see if I'm just as tall Go six three, I ain't it all Five foot ten, play basketball Always had a pen if you asked for Leave a little skin on the asphalt Shoot up dreams like Mike Joe But back to the scene of people's act door On the phone, talking to my Talking about all my flaws Trying to shout so you stay far The sun is out, kids and all No Tommy, Tasha, and a ball Trey ain't clocking, not at all But you can keep watching Turn that shit off Oh, just shopping for Nova Ball Photo ops at the mall This nigga said Anibal That nigga said no Tommy, Tasha, and a ball Nigga, Anibal got killed in season two out this motherfucker, dog. The neighbors think I'm really ghost. I bet the neighbors think I'm really ghost. Fam, I've seen you in real life. I'm certain you that that's the name of this episode You now. need a fucking Oscar. So, all right. you are the opposite of ghost. Put that in my notes now. <laughs> name of this episode, the neighbors think I'm really ghost. I'm fairly sure 90% of y'all niggas never heard that shit. So, what's funny, and before y'all ask, yes, that's really Omari Hardwick. If y'all was in the Facebook group, y'all would have been seeing that shit. That's two like minutes and 29 seconds of a five minute and 44 second song. Fuck um, is he about to say for another three minutes? <laughs> like, if you heard that nigga do them poems and interludes on Tank album, then you already know what ooh, the fuck. No, I listen to Fam, <laughs> it was the greatest. I forced my girl to listen to them shits like for a whole Saturday. I'm done with Tank. Almost got dumped. I'm just let you know, dog. Uh, so <laughs> that song. I hope she buy you the Tank vinyls next time. <laughs> tank ghost. had like two joints. The, I don't need them I on mean, vinyl. The, the, the ghost. No, vinyls. don't buy me the ghost with Tank vinyl. Um, but that song, that little rap by Omari, lends to my theory that Omari did not want this for ghosts. Like he don't have nothing to do, dog. So listen, I um, think my nigga's depressed. I think he got fired. Yes, and he depressed. He got fired. And it's easier for us to digest the main character being fired from the show by ending the show and then bringing off a spinoff yeah. with every single person except him. Yeah. Because that's exactly what happened. But we've been happened. saying that that alone was a slap in the face. Y'all brought back Tamika. Fucking y'all brought Blanca. Nigga. Ghost got fired and he is depressed and he going through it. That is a cry for help. Why is it okay for uh, Tasha to snitch on, on on Tommy? Oh, it's not. But don't nobody want to say it. Like, don't nobody want to say it. What is this shit about? Don't nobody want to say it, fam. Tasha, I spared your fucking life. I could have shot you in your fucking head. So, I've as never I done mentioned last week, they already announced that Tommy's show officially got picked up by Power, or I'm sorry, by Stars. Do you think Tommy makes an appearance here, like in book two? Maybe like the last episode okay. or some Because through first two episodes, they didn't pin ghost murders on this nigga. Well, they're trying to pin ghost murder on this nigga. And they calling this nigga basically the head of a whole drug faction, dog. Like, nigga. What's the nigga name? Joseph Sakura. Joseph Sakura, yeah. Let me see if he got any credits on this uh this season. On the uh, season. Oh yeah. Look that up. Look that up. Where else would y'all get all this shit, nigga? We look it up right on the spot. Uh, let me go to this IMDB. Yep, yep. I bet the neighbors think you really, Tommy. That nigga shit is horrible, dog. Nah, Ghost got them bars. Um, where this shit at, my nigga? Um, filmography. Uh, well, I want TVography. Is that a word? <laughs> yeah, it should have power somewhere down there. Fam, how the fuck are you gonna have on this IMDb nothing about power? 
If you don't get the fuck out of here. He done been in power and what else? Oh, he was in Ozark. Let me not hate. Was he? Oh, yeah, he the brother. This last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the brother. All right. Uh, oh, Power Book. F- no. He ain't on here? No, he on Power Book 5. Yeah, book, which is the Tommy joint. The Book 4, I'm sorry. Damn. It's called Force. Wow. Nope, not on it. Let me see the uh, joint real quick, man. Not on it. Damn, that's wild, dog. So they really just using this nigga Tommy. I mean, not. I'm pretty sure they're gonna address it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In his season, but I really, damn it, I really feel like that would have been a good area to bring him in and really like keep the familiar faces going. I'm about to give y'all niggas something special real quick, man. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. All right, let's go. Be forgetting my volume be turned down. I use the mic like a walkie-talkie. Cali love with the bite of Milwaukee. DMV in my bloodline. I done Star Wars with a Jabberwocky. Eye of the tiger, call a nigga Rocky. The finish line between humble and cocky. Use verse and rhyme to extend the time for others. Crumble every clock I see with the 12. Following behind my brothers. Call me the mothership. My music for the mothers. I've been a motherfucker. Undercover like a Superman. That nigga, that nigga white wife probably think he Pac. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm not playing no more of that <laughs> shit, dog. She probably go, baby. Dog, she gotta be pumping that nigga. Yo, you know what's the funniest shit I seen this weekend, dog? Did you see that video? It was that old video of the dude rapping with the gay white guy on him who clearly on like meth or some shit. And he like hyping up the dude. But they said this Uncle Clifford and Lil Murder, dog. I'm gonna send you that shit because boy, it's funny, dog. Oh, fuck. Hey, man, I rewatched the P Valley finale um, after we recorded. That shit wasn't bad, man. That that that's see that's a good show. Like it's cool, dog. I don't I still don't necessarily know like where they going or what it's gonna be about, like for extended seasons, I but do think, uh, it was entertaining, Lil man. Murder, he got the best he he he's, he's the best actor easily the best actor on there. And I also think his character is the most like From the, interesting. He, he, like, he was really in tears when he went back there yeah, in the back room man. and was like I, I, he 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 looked, I don't know what to do. Bro is he talented for real too, man. Like if you go on his Look Instagram, at his filmography. He playing them drums. He playing. He got his music going. Like he on there. That nigga Diamond uh got a song in real life. He rapping. He out here trying to sound like Drake. It's crazy, man. Shout out to P Valley, dog. Um, let's get to the end of this shit, man, because it wasn't really too much else that happened. Yeah. Uh, Mary J. Oh, the cop came by trying to bring her flowers and shit. He trying to romance the. I felt like he was also working. Well, two things. Okay. One, Kane pulled up at the crib. Facts. Seen the cop going in there. Mm hmm. Why? Why? I say, why? Oh, why? Is you in a fucking cop car in your street clothes? Why are you. Yeah. Why, why don't you go into your regular car? Yeah. And if I'm married. Specifically with Kane, not the other children, but clearly Kane is the oldest. He's the protector. If I'm Mary. Yeah. You don't talk to the fucking cop. You don't fuck a cop. But if I'm Mary and I'm fucking a cop, Kane of all people will be the one who I'm not hiding that relationship from. Side note, Kane chopped the nigga body up with a son. Oh, he chopped up Unk. We forgot. He chopped up Angel from Dexter. And they did that shit cold. 
and took a nigga out in broad daylight yeah. like on some bar shit, yeah. which was a great idea. But took him to the empty bar. His man locked the door. He came up, shot him in the head, chopped him up. We know what type of time we on. Yeah. So Kane really with the business. And I respect it because this is the business that Ghost and Tommy was into. Like, shout out to them bringing a real killer back to this shit. Um, but also... Unk or no unk, whether you my dad, friend, or brother. Yeah, he wasn't. He was. Whoever you was, nigga, you was a snitch. Because she was like, there's a difference. She's like, what are we, we going to do? Well, you said it's family first, right? Well, sweetheart, there's a difference between blood and family. Man. Yeah. And she might have also been saying he is blood, but he not family, nigga. Because family won't snitch. And they took that nigga Unk the fuck out. Uh, I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unk definitely dead out this motherfucker. So chopped his ass up and got him out the building. Um, But no, when he pulled up to the crib and he saw the cop, he goes, like he pulled over and just kind of watched the cop go in, go up to the door, he talking to Mary, and then he pulled off in the range. I'm like, my nigga, you don't think, because he pulled off before the cop even like went in. I'm like, nigga, you don't think they could have seen the range, bro? Not the really most clandestine attempt or whatever. But I like Kane. What do you think they're gonna do with Tariq and Mary's family? Like what do you how do you think they're gonna connect? You think he's gonna start going to her for the work? Or like for some money? Cause clearly she I don't know if she's selling dope, but they making money. Well, they she had um she asked the cop to find everything about Tariq, right? Mm-hmm. And we seen in like the little preview, she was like, yeah. y'all stay away from Tariq. Every time everybody go around Tariq, end up dead or in jail. Or in jail, yeah. So stay and away from this nigga. And that's a fact. That's a fact. I think he going to end up getting wrapped up yeah. with the family because the daughter like him. I think him and Kane The daughter like cool. him. The brother like him. Yeah. So. And uh, the roommate like him. Like, yeah. nigga, I'm keeping you in school. Shout out to Zeke. So, uh, but I can see yeah. that's going to be potentially be a conflict. One other thing that's going to be a conflict uh, his roommate, old roommate, white boy, took him to a party. Facts with his with his brother. With his brother, yeah. Um, I see that's gonna be a potential thing. Yeah, they gonna sell drugs at the frat. Um, the brother because they was in the frat party, and the roommate said, or one of the frat brothers, not the actual white dude's brother, but one of his frat brothers came up and was like, somebody's smoking or whatever. He was like, "Yo, you want to hit this?" He like, "Damn, I don't want that cheap ass shit." Like. And that nigga, the white boy looked at Reek and was like, I told you we could make some bank in this motherfucker. But because dude is so, quote unquote, connected. Plugged in that school, yeah. Um, because of their family ties. You seen Tariq with the little thing. Yeah. But he's clearly he got an ego problem. Facts. So I can see that he's going to be selling for some shit. And then Reek, he going to probably like try to get Reek kicked out of school. Yeah. Because his family is so connected. And he Reek can't get kicked out of school. He's going to lose all his money. Yeah. They're going to keep piling things up on Reek. But it's going to be like, yo, is he going to do he it? He can't get out. Is he yeah. going to do it? Because in all honesty, that's how we used to watch Power. Season yeah. one and season two, it was like, how's Ghost going to get out of here? And at the end of the season, he always had a way to, to get oh, out. Oh, yeah. shit. We didn't know that he he did all these things. Yeah. You know, give us the flashback when he was really doing it. So I assume that that's going to be what they do. If y'all want to get niggas hooked, yeah. start off good. And and right now they starting off solid, man. Um. I feel like it might be one more thing we missed. They had the vigil. Reek didn't want to be there. So he left with the white boy. That's when they went to the frat party. Um, Diana. Yes. Came yes. to this. So two things. Diana's Mary J. daughter. So two things. You referenced it about how Mary was, how Unc came through and said you filled out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After that, the conversation was like, yo, 
um, we think he's snitching. We need to find out. We can't just ask him. She's like, you can. You see the way. He, let me read this quote. You see the way he was looking at you? Yeah. Um, and then she said uh, something to the point of, um, damn. You got to use every tool at your disposal. Yep. You trying to, what? Yeah. But I'm wondering if they have another conversation because she used every tool her, at her disposal to talk to Tariq. Because it, it wasn't no reason for you to come over there. Yeah. You she came went over up there to the college. For him, yeah. not for not for Zeke. Yeah. And to get information. Yep. And Rick asked for a favor. Can you get something to my mom? Yeah. So Rick asked, so Tasha asked earlier on the phone or at the funeral, Rick, I need you to get me what did she ask for? A plan B and a she phone? She said, I need currency. I need currency. I need a plan, plan B, B pill within such and such yeah. hours. So Reek sent her a plan B and a phone. No, Reek sent her, asked, can you get some tour? Tour, yeah. They sent, sent the phone. phone. He did That wasn't his phone. And you, when you think about it, when he walked in, he was like, hmm. When the shit rang, yeah. He's he, he like, ma? Yeah. Like, nigga, if you sent her a phone with one, like, you know yeah. she's calling and you yeah. wouldn't have left that. He picked the phone up and was like, ma? And act like he didn't know what the fuck was going on because he didn't. Yeah. He said, can you get something to her? I need you to hide it in the book. So she probably thought he probably thought it was gonna be the plan Just B. Just the plan B, yeah. But it was the phone. Plan too. B and the phone in the um Great Expectations yeah. book. Cool little homage. I respect it. Nice callback. Um, yeah, and that was the episode, dog. Like, oh, uh, that's the last thing we forgot, man. I mentioned it earlier, but Blanca is back. And Blanca's back. They tried to bring her in. Sax brought her back. This is what's gonna be wild. Sax brought her in to get her to testify against Tasha. At this point, why don't Tariq just say Sachs killed him and tell that to Davis? Fam, it'd be the simplest thing in the world. And be like, so Sachs, where were you at at such and such? Fam, Sachs will not lie under oath. If he gets up and Tamika knows he was there. So it's other witnesses or other people who know that Sachs That's was at all there. you got to say. At, and at this particular point, even if they say Tariq did it, it's too late. You said, First you said Tasha did it. Yep. Then y'all thought that uh, Dre did it. Then y'all said Tommy did it. Now a fourth person. Now you're going to blame it on the kid? And here's the thing. Sachs, on, with you being the prosecutor on this shit, it's t- nigga. And you know, for nothing else, you were there. Fuck that you didn't kill him. You were there. And to you have to kill him. But the fact you were there and to this point ain't said shit to nobody but Tamika. Nah, fam. You're we don't believe nothing else. Now everything is fucked up, nigga. The favorite word they use or term they use on fucking power. Fruit of the poisonous tree. Uh, prosecutorial misconduct, yeah. nigga. Fruit of a poisonous fucking tree. That nigga said, where is, Tur- oh, he did. I was about to say, where is Turtle when you need him, dog? Because he'd have came and threw this, got this whole shit thrown out. Yeah. But if Reek say, yo, Sax did it, Tasha be home that afternoon, dog. And it'll be a wrap. They can get back to business. I don't imagine Tasha's going to spend this whole pod, or I'm sorry, this whole uh, season in prison. So she's going to find her way out at some point. Like, I don't, they ain't even really gave Naturi a whole lot of, parts yet so she'll be out within i say by episode four 
I, I think she same as we said when Ghost was locked up in MCC. Like, all right, nigga, by episode four or five, they, they gonna play this shit out. They gonna make a whole long trial of this shit. This shit can't. Go, her being in prison can't go past episode five. If it does, it's gonna be a long fucking show, dog. But all that to say, cool episode, man. Like people keep hitting us, and they, I get it. I get everybody gripes. Yes, Reek being laid and running all over New York is mad wild. Him going from high school to college. In a week and a half from like the middle of the semester is wild. His roommates and old college, high school girlfriend popping up in college too is wild. I get it all. But you know what? It's power, dog. Just watch this shit for the enjoyment, man. Um, Last words on this. Um, I'm interested um, yeah. to see what's going to happen next week. They got my attention. Um, yeah. So none of the ridiculous stuff is happening. So I'm cool. So, so far, so good. So far, so good. So far, so good. Um, I think the smartest thing they did was extend power into this. Like, so, like, this is basically episode sixteen and seventeen from last season. I think that it got really bad on power because they had to wrap it up. Yeah, but and it also explains why they was in they was bringing in new characters. Yeah, every other week, and yeah. it was like, yo, this is about to be in. So, I mean, if this was gonna be the case. Well, then why ain't y'all we could have did this time? two seasons ago. We could have extended power with all these new stories. Yeah. And was was it? What was the issue with Ghost though? Yeah, we somebody like, at Stars got to hit me and Jay. Like, was was it was it him? Because yeah. y'all could have easily put him in the governor's seat and just focused on something different. Yeah, and yeah. like and had him not on the show like that, or maybe Man, come, like I don't A recurring character. He could have yeah. been on here. Hot tape be on here. Like I don't know. They could have figured out a better way to let Ghost still be the respected character that he was without killing him off. You know my feelings. I hate when characters get killed off when you don't need them to. Normally, I mean that for stuff that continues. This, they tried to pitch it as, yo, this is a brand new story, which in a lot of areas it is, but at the core, it's the same story, man. And and with that, y'all didn't need to kill the god off. But so then, man, I'm going to keep watching. They definitely got our attention. And if y'all want to talk about it, let y- let us know what y'all thought. Go join the Facebook group, This Week in Culture. Follow us on all socials at This Week in Culture. And send your BlackBerry letters into thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com. Till then, I'm Ant. That's J, episode 119. We out.